Welcome to The Future of Care, the podcast that brings you insights and developments from companies in the tech sector that are making an impact on how we use technology to care for the elderly in our society, whether aging in place or in care home communities. And now for your host, UK Sales Director for Viar, a leading full detection and smart health solution, Stuart Barkley. Hi everyone, I'm Stuart Barkley from Viar Care, uh, and on today's episode, um, I'm delighted to have Stephen Kavanagh from Ascom UK join us. Stephen, welcome. Thanks Stuart, nice to be here. Stephen, do you want to uh, just give us a wee bit of insight to um, you, who are who are Ascom and and who are you more importantly in Ascom? Yeah, no, no problem. So as uh, you said, I'm I'm Stephen from Ascom. I, I've been with Ascom just shy of uh, th- four years now, um, and we're basically a global provider of um, real-time communication and collaboration systems. So we're one of the the top three providers of of nurse call solutions in the world. We've got over a million beds with our nurse call system. We have over 6,000 long-term care sites around the world. We're the the leader at the moment in um, mobile communications within the care home set. They're using our Micro 3 device to to orchestrate the... um, the digital information that people are starting to use on mobile devices. Um, so yeah, we're we're a we're a big organisation, but I think we're we're also the best kept secret within care homes within the UK because we're, we're on our we're on our infancy. So as I said we're four years into long term care within the UK, but globally, you know, it, it's sixty years worth of knowledge and and clinical expertise within not just long term care, but the, the acute sector, but also our, our enterprise team who, who cover everything else, channel, hotels, retail, um, basically anything you can think of that there's ASCOM communication systems within them. I'm going to kick off straight with the, the, the first question, Stephen, to be completely honest, and it's something I've used a lot, and I use it a lot with, with my customers um, and, and the care homes in particular, and asking really, the pandemic's been, we've been through a tough couple of years. I think we've learned a lot. I'm always trying to take a positive from a negative, a very negative situation, I may add. Um, but how, I mean, how's the pandemic helped ASCOM and your customers change or design that care home of the future? Or, or, or do you see it how the, the, the face of care will change on the back of what's happened in the last 24 months? Yeah, I mean, first of all, it's obviously been a, a terrible situation for, for everyone. You know, the, the high, the, the challenges, the, the unfortunate deaths, the, the visitation blockages and things like that. It, it's been really tough and, and the social care system has stood up really well in, in very challenging times. But I think there have, it seems also sort of counterintuitive to say it, but there have definitely been positives. So like you're saying, that the, the movement and the, the willingness to adopt more digital technology, and that's being pushed through with, with actions that we're seeing now more and more within the sector. So obviously, a great way a lot of, um, of clients and care homes were using digital technology was to keep family members in contact with their loved ones during, during the height of the pandemic. 
Um, and I think this willingness to adopt the dis digital technology has, has led to people wanting to explore what can be achieved, but also not just throwing money at it willy-nilly, actually becoming more digitally mature and looking at the best way and, and to add more value to them as a business, but also to, to support their residents. And arguably, just as important, is to support the staff to make things easier for them as well. Um, so we, we've, we've been involved in a lot of projects, both in the UK and globally, looking at supporting remote, um, remote visualisation of, of care staff with, with the, with the um, residents, but also things like moving to more advanced elements as well. So we're seeing more and more of a willingness to look at digital technologies for to increase transparency of care as well so to support remote diagnostics and, and advanced monitoring using wearables for, for vitals monitoring but also the adoption of more um, technology in the IOT side of things as well people are really looking to explore and maximize that what they can do and, and how they can achieve it as well so, I mean, I suppose what we're talking about there, I mean, there's a big thing about the digital care plans, isn't there? And the digital care records yeah. that, 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 that is, is striving out there. Um, I, I mean, is that changing more to a more digital workflow or? Um... Yeah, I th sorry, Stuart. I think it's a, it's a great point because the, naturally the starting point and where you can get huge benefits very, very quickly as an organisation is moving to digital um, care records. So a couple of customers we work with um, have given us examples where they've gone to a digital platform and they've gone from um, printing a million pieces of paper a, a, a year to actually completely removing that. Um, but also by employing digital care records, it, it's, it is changing the way people work. So you're right, it's starting that digital transformation journey, looking at how then using digital care records or EMAR systems, we can then bring in more solutions that make it easier for the carers. So we like to look at this as what we call RTCC, so real-time communication and collaboration. So using that, that device that you're using for your digital care records or your EMAR system and bringing in more functionality and more workflows to support the, the carers, but also it, it is about providing more time for the residents as well because you're updating information at the point of care but we're providing a more consolidated communication platform and bringing more information into the into the carer's hands to be more efficient and more effective we're also a bit we're seeing more and more providers looking at utilizing the data that this provides as well to look at designing those workflows themselves um, and being more proactive in, in the way they are rather than being reactive which is which has been one of the the major challenges as well in, in during the pandemic yeah no I, I mean I, I do like the fact that and, and it's interesting what you're saying there and what I'm picking up is from that real-time collaboration and communication is you're communicating effectively with your customers but it seems to be your customers are from the surveys and conversations that you have and your whole team have they seem to be embracing that change to build, to come back stronger and fitter from the pandemic and, and look at the care homes of the future. Is that, would that be fair to say? 
Yeah, definitely, because there are obviously exemplars around uh, where we work in the UK um, who are already doing marvellous work with technology and leading lights in terms of the way that they, they use technology. And I think what we're finding now is more and more care homes want to push on this idea of, of the future of care homes using um, technology. But we've got to be careful. There are going to be lessons learned. People are going to make mistakes. Um, but it's hopefully that's not knocking you back and you learn lessons from failure. Mm -hmm. So you can move forward and, and take the good and, and reinvent it and, and add in how it's going to benefit the organization, how it's going to benefit the staff, how it's going to lead to more person-centered care. So, but I think what we, we are learning from the work that we're, we're using is that there's, there's a whole multitude of digital technology, IoT devices um, that really do add value. But it's how we orchestrate that is the challenge. And having that open openness between providers in terms of technology providers to, to collaborate to enable best practice of the solutions it has got to be one of the major ways of moving forward and, and again by having an open platform and integrating it almost the key technology moving forward will be the orchestration software and that is taking the information from all the devices and making it manageable and working for the care staff, working for the providers, but ultimately providing that independence, that dignity for the residents as well. And that's obviously important. We, we can put a mobile device in a care home and we can put 100 apps on it from mm. different IoT solutions. But really what we're talking about there is one login and everything reporting into one application. That's yeah, I mean, again, this is sort of one of the major challenges we have when deploying apps is remembering to log in to multiple apps, because obviously this is now becoming, it's moving away from being a, con a consumer device. And it's actually becoming a critical tool for the care providers. And if you forget to log in, whether we're doing uh, integrations into nurse call systems, um, whether it's um, your communication platform, if you forget to log into something with all the multiple logins and passwords, then you're not going to be getting that information. So again, these little key tips that we've learned along the way of, of looking on that just simple thing, it sounds like, like a single sign-on solution is actually a major indicator of success for, for care providers because it's making it one point of origin, you log in and it opens up that platform. Your orchestration is there for your workflows. So it, it's looking at your um, the residents that you're caring for, you're managing those alerts, the escalations are built into that as part of it, but it's also integrated into your digital care plan into your EMAR system, um, into your alerting mechanisms, such as, such as the via sensor, um, your nurse call, any other IoT device can all be brought into that, into that ecosystem. So it really is important that we, we're sort of moving away from um, the technology and looking at the orchestration methods of, of the solution, really. Yeah, communication at the end of the day is what it's about. It's how you communicate mm. with the, the caregivers that are going to be attending these calls. No, that's great. You mean, we, we, at, Viar, at Viar Care, we've done a lot of surveys over the last six months, uh, particularly the last quarter has been, been very good in the return of them, but it's all about the return of surveys, and they've been very thorough. One of the things that comes back, and I'm going to, I'm going to throw it out there, is false, Stephen, and it's, it's I mean, that's, that's the big one. What you mean, our customers are basically saying that, that it's in the top three of 
bouncing back fitter and stronger, one of the top three agendas, apart from staff retention, which we all know is a massive challenge. So all the things you've talked about there will mean you can work smarter. That means you can allocate staff accordingly, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So you're helping with that, which is great. But the, the, the other two was uh, person-centered care and um, fall prevention. Now, the key word there is prevention. So there's three dimensions to that um, between detection, intervention and prediction. Now, some of them are very, very difficult to do. Um, and when I say detection, I mean hidden falls, trips, hazards, all these sort of things. Now, I, I, I mean, I've heard through the grapevine and, and, and I've seen it as well, that you, your, your new launch and your hard work that's went into the smart sense uh, for ASCOM and that whole um, real-time collaboration, communication, all coming back into one central point. That's great. That's fantastic. How else do ASCOM see they can help their customers with fall prediction and fall prevention fully? You I mean, what else are we doing? Yeah, so with obviously the a lot of the stuff in the past has been around having a wearable device that's monitoring it for a falls detection there are systems out there that look at um falls prevention so so using data to to analyze behavior patterns and things like that but but the challenge i guess is with a wearable device is is obviously the charging of that equipment as well so what we're looking at doing at ASCOM is, again, it, it's all around that orchestration of the information coming from excellent sensors like, like the VR sensor and in, integrating that into a platform so that not only can we do the false detection, and again, via the VIA sensor and taking the outputs from that and using that alerting mechanism to the staff, but again, we, we want to integrate all the data that these sensors are, are creating and put that in a consolidated platform so that you can analyze this this reservoir of data and become more predictive and and the terminology we like to use is predictive analytics so you're actually looking at the data analyzing it the information from multiple sources within your your dashboard it comes part of your workflow because you're analyzing uh, the constant amount of information and then you can design your workflows around the residents requirements but all in the while moving towards more independence and, and again this this word dignity for our residents so again there's been a lot of work done in over 30, 40 years with acoustic monitoring. And that's been a, a fabulous tool for, you know, preventing um, your, your roundings. But we can incorporate um, acoustic monitoring into that platform and add in more data from the, the, the array of sensors that can be used, but then use it to, to give us more information and more data to design that, that workflow around the residents' care. But all that data needs to be orchestrated, but also integrated so that we're not having to go across multiple platforms. Um, so again, the, the big thing and the natural area if it where this data needs to go is into the digital care record. And that becomes part of the, the, the staff's communication with one another um, on handovers. And we're, we're building up more data, more evidence of care but also the analysis part of, of the residents' requirements is all within that same data stream. So basically through your, your building blocks, whether that be modules um, from nurse call to your Michael 3 to your smart sense solution, and I don't know all your solutions, obviously, mm-hmm. Stephen, but 
in, in the long-term care sector. You're basically the glue that brings this all together. Is that, is that what you try to do for your customers? I'd, I'd like to position us as, as being the enabler for, for staff uh, and for providers. So we're now seeing a high percentage of care homes. It's around 40% of care homes in, in England using digital care records. And with the investment now coming in over the, by 2024, the target is to have 80% of the market using digital care records. And you need a device to, to do that. So to enable to provide as much data at the point of care, we're using a device. But to add more value to that, we need to bring all the information to the care staff to orchestrate that care. So yeah, we are the, I'd like to see us as the orchestration piece, as the building block. And add, using that device to, to integrate multiple sources of data, but also enhance our communication, whether that be verbally via using the mobile device as a phone, whether that be through collaboration of messaging between one-to-one -one staff members, through groups of staff members, you know, but all through automation so that we're not having to do this manually, it's automated. And we're seeing more and more around that automation as well, Stuart, in terms of the data being created, that the, the alerting mechanisms being automated, using sensors for staff automation. You know, this is not new stuff, but it's, it's bringing it into a consolidated platform and being the enabler of care to then empower the residents um, with independence, dignity, but also providing that reassurance to family members that their loved ones are being monitored and, and being cared for in the way that, that they want them to be. And it, it, it's opened the transparency of care as well for everyone because everything's visible. We've got the data to support the, the care packages that are required for those individuals as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. I embrace all that, but you're offering choice. I, I like that. You know, and that, that's it. Um, especially with the financial constraints, is another big mm. issue that we got from our surveys. Um, that care homes are going to be hit by long-term care facilities are going to be hit by, and and people at home. To be fair, the the social care sector. Um, you mean these IoT solutions that we talk about? It sounds very high end, but it is quite simple. And your integration and and into your whatever your platform is going to be or your micros whatever for you is very very simple for for your customers it's, it's quite challenging to understand it um what other challenges you mean i i, I think connectivity i think powering a device i think um actually making sure a phone's charged and i think i've been very lucky to work for uh, as you were before you joined ask i'm very lucky to work for um large nurse call providers and, and, and we're very privileged to work at the top end of, of the industry and, mm. and, moving into, and, and moving into the IoT side of things you can actually start seeing the issues with regards, oh are they going to charge that properly or is the Wi-Fi good enough or any connectivity and how much does that cost and all these things, how have ASCOM overcome that? Well it's a, it's a really good point Stuart about the connectivity I think we are seeing now more and again, there's, there's, there's funding available at looking at having a networked solution. So in, we are becoming more and more reliant and, and 
we, we're getting more better quality in terms of our Wi-Fi networks that we're seeing in care homes. But I think that's probably the major investment. And, and that is a big challenge, obviously, for care homes to invest in that enterprise grade network to support the IoT devices, to support mobile communications. And although that, that will be an investment and it, it, it might be a, a big capital investment to start with, but it will have a, a, a huge return of investment in the long term because you can bolt on these additional services and almost future-proof yourself. So, so little things like we're working more and more. So instead of having, you know, analog lines in bedrooms where you can use um, VoIP systems within the bedroom. So you're not paying cost of, of line rental and things like that. Um, but again, because we come from a, a mobile communications background at ASCOM, we're looking at the quality of service and guaranteeing things like um, you know, that the voice is going to carry throughout the home if you're using Wi-Fi or DECT, or, or even if you're using cellular networks as well. We're also you know, making sure that with, with an enterprise-grade system, that alert management is there so we can guarantee the alerts are going to the right people at the right time and that they're actioned and there's no drop-offs. And also just little things like um, being able to make sure that if you're using, for example, your digital care record and an alert comes on, you don't close down that app. It just it works in continuation. So it's, it's a nice, smooth solution for the carers. So again, giving them more time to do what they want to do, not worry about opening and reopening apps or logging into things because they've shut down. Um, but also, I think one, one of the benefits we're seeing now with, with our devices is that we, we have a truly hot swappable battery. So we can, we can provide more return of investment on our devices because you, you only need a, a device uh, on a one to three ratio, for example, on your staffing levels. So it's one device per three staff members on your shift patterns because you're just swapping a battery over every shift. So again, it's little things like that that have been considered for by collaborating with, with our clinical teams and, and with our customers to learn how we can add value and make it easier for them to use digital technology as well. Yeah, no, 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 absolutely. I 100% agree. So, you mean, yeah, I'm, I'm very, very privileged to be sitting on a panel very soon um, at the beginning of March with regards to Care Home of the Future. Um, and, and that made me think about these podcasts in an awful lot of ways. How do, how do suppliers find out the, the development that's required from their customers? How, how do they do that? And, it, and that's why um, I've been very privileged to have these podcasts to, to understand um i i like the fact of choice i've always said that we need to we interoperability was a big issue in social alarm sector but it was just a big an issue in the nurse call sector mm. as well thank you home um and i i hope to see that lifting and you mean and, and is that something you're finding yourself because you seem to be able to if i want a nurse call system you can put the rest of your system around that you're not bothered is that fair to say yeah, so one of the again, as come we are an integrator and we're we're, we're interoperable with it with over three hundred um, medical device providers, but and that includes nurse call systems, um, but also interoperability and uh, with your network providers and and your voice communication packages as well. So it, it means that we're open to working with people. We're open sourced. We'll work. We'll integrate because at the end of the day, it's making it easier for for our clients to access that information and have more time spent 
with residents applying care. So things like the nurse call systems, we can integrate all the nurse call systems to consolidate that information into, again, into one software package. So it all looks the same. It doesn't matter which vendor you use. So the usability across a provider uh, multiple homes or even just what is looks the same on all on all devices so it's just little things like that that add value to carers but then the additional benefit we can do by by bringing it into a mobility solution is is design those workflows and, and instead of things like zones for example we can actually do true digital escalation and enhancements of of the, the routes and the escalations of the nurse call alerts, but also the communication pieces, as we said earlier. So um, the voice communication, right down to things like staff protection, loan working solutions can all be built in around, around the, the equipment that's already in there or added with ASCOM infrastructure. Um, so it is ultimately trying to make it as easy as possible for providers and carers to not only start the digital journey, but be able to enhance it and, and build on it as they move forward. Yeah, I, absolutely. And this goes back slightly, and we maybe jumped about a wee bit, and I do apologise, mm. but that, that staff retention bit and, and where these smart devices, putting it all in one app, so everything you've talked about, all the glue, all the cohesion, all the integration, you've got your own nurse call, but you can use anyone's, et cetera, et cetera. All that is all about working smarter. Is that... Yeah, because you, you're right, staff retention is huge and we know there's a huge, uh, massive attrition rate anyway with, within the care sector. But obviously Brexit and uh, COVID have had massive effects on, on staffing levels and the mandatory vaccine, although there could be a reversal on that. I've, I've added more challenges to carers. So if there's, if there's new ways of adopting technology to support staff, um, then, then that's fabulous. If, if there's, we're going to have to potentially look at different ways of working and technology being as an aid to the carers, not replacing them, but being an aid to enable them to make to make the most of it, so that you can have informed decisions. Um, and I think mobility is becoming more and more part common within within the care homes that that we're working with. And again, naturally, it's come around from digital care records, but I think people are seeing the value now of having more communication pathways through that. Um, and again, as I said, that orchestration of all the data so we can make informed decisions. Yeah, so you can go back to the false question, that fall prevention is predict it's predictions and you're using data to say, long lives they've been in bed a long time or they haven't slept well so it's, it's predicting that there's a high risk of mobility issue yeah um, and, and and that's not the system doing that you know that that the system's providing the information the skill is interpreting the data and that's the clinical judgment of, of the care staff um but what the challenge is for, for technology providers or, or orchestration software is making that as accessible as possible, but easy to use so that we're not having to you know, print off multiple pages or access multiple dashboards. It's all in a consolidated approach and it, it helps with the workflow of that staff. It becomes part and parcel of everyday life for them using this information to, to be more predictive. And, and, and you mean, that, that's sort of the questions I had for you, to be fair. And, and listen, Stephen, it's been great talking to you. But I do want to ask one, one question. Um, how's FIR being to integrate? So, yeah, we, we've, um, we're looking at 
doing a, a multitude of um, integrations on the via sensor. So if we look at it just as a pure falls detection element, our goal is, and, and this will be going live with, with our, our sites, is that we'll integrate that into our um, workflow orchestration piece. So again, just thinking for, from an end user's point of view, doesn't matter which nurse call system you've got, we're integrating that into, into our software so that the alert management comes part and parcel with that nurse call system. Um, and again, designing the workflow either around the nurse call system or around how, how the carers want it to be in the future so that we've got that alerting going to the right handsets, to the right staff and guaranteeing that through our platform. But sort of the long-term or short to mid-term, I should say, but the long-term projection is, as, as we said, using it as a pre pre prescriptive analytics tool. So building it into our SmartSense platform, which then gives us not only information of, of live falls or the, or the early detection of falls, we're actually using the data from that in this reservoir, as we said, to, to build more behavioral patterns around the resident so we can use it as early identifiers but also bring that in with with other elements that we're doing as well so we are we we're, we're using things like clinical decision support software which is using the the multitude of um diagnostic tools that are already in care homes so blood pressure heat um temperature biometrics however whichever way the market goes and consolidating that information into the into the care record of the resident, but then through the automation package, bringing in that, that alerting mechanism. So things like early warning scores will be done digitally, but also automatically through the system. But the thing, the, the via stuff for, for us, how, how I perceive it working is giving us that enhanced data and information around the behavioral trends. And I said, as your roadmap for the sensor develops in the future and offers more and more functionality, it just naturally comes again, that building block comes into the ASCOM platform for those providers. So we know that the type of stuff you're looking at is moving again into more preventative and, and one, one center offers a lot of solution. And that's where it just be incorporated into the current infrastructure of ASCOM. Yeah, no, and, and thank you for that. Um, without, sending, without sounding too salesy as well. So well done, Stephen. I, I applaud you for that because this isn't about sales. It's about education. But importantly uh, for me, thanks to Neil for the introduction originally, um, Rob for all his, his support, Ed for all the work he's done up, up, up in the north and yourself and all the team at ASCOM for, for working alongside um, ourselves at Viar and Nico over, over, over in the head office. Um, it's been a pleasure today and I, I, I look forward to continuing the journey um, in changing the face of care um, in a lot of ways, um, offering choice to those care home operators and the residents, because at the end of the day, it's one small change can make all the difference to, to, to one individual. So, um, Stephen, thank you ever so much for your time today. All your work so far. I was just going to say thank you for the support we've had from yourself as well um, and, and Veyer in making it um, the integration a lot smoother. Uh, again, we are an integrator, so it's nice to work with providers who are willing to share our vision as well um, and see see the bigger picture as well, which is great. So, no, really appreciate all your support from everyone at VIA. Excellent. Thank you, Stephen.